All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. This is Stoppage Time with Footwork, highlighting some of the best moments from episodes. And no better way to kick it off than with our newest guest, the U.S. men's national team and Watford legend, Jay Demerit. And so what we try to do now with our programs is to teach young people that we, we work with teenagers, 12 plus, uh, the, the pillars themselves are what you touched on our belief, because if you don't believe it, don't do it. So it starts with that. You, you got to have that belief and how you find belief is, is to get to know yourself and to understand what you like and what you're, what you don't like, understand what you're good at, what you don't, what you're not good at, understand where you get support from, uh, you know, whether it's your parents, your friends, your coaches, uh, your, your, who your girlfriend, again, you got to find support from somewhere. If it's not your parents and maybe it's somebody else or a big brother or a mentor, or whoever, it doesn't matter. But the idea is you got to find support from somewhere. Um, and then that leads to respect. So the second pillar is respect because respect is in, in the definition of where we, where we use it as the term is, 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 is three ways. One is you've got to respect yourself. Again, that goes back to that awareness piece of, really knowing what you're like. Did I play bad? Did, did, should I believe that coach? Is he right? You know, there's a humility built into that self-awareness piece and that's a relationship with you. So if you don't respect yourself, you won't listen. And so, but if you do, then you will, and you'll take that humble pie and you'll go out and train when no one else is around because you believed him and that there's a humility to that. And so that's the first line of respect is to respect yourself. And second is to respect that coach or that friend or the person that's trying to support you, your teammates. There's a respect in a two-way street. Uh, and then the last one is the, is the environment itself. And so, you know, when I moved to England, am I, am I going to lunch with the first team and like standing in line waiting? No, I'm waiting for everybody to, to go get lunch. And I'm sitting with the residency programs that are 15 because I'm, I'm 22, some American that shouldn't be there. I got to respect that environment. If I go in and start, you know, hopping in the, in the line, being this Larry American, yeah, I'm still here having an awesome time. You know what I mean? I think things may have gone different because coaches are going to look at that and go, this dude doesn't respect the environment. He doesn't get it yeah. and shouldn't do that right now. And, and, and that goes for jobs. That goes for workplaces all across the board, not just soccer locker rooms. But um, I think the last thing that respect is, is the environment itself. Um, and then the third pillar for us is, is, is the work ethic. Work ethic is it's the ability to do it every day. The days you don't want to, when you look outside and you feel like you're unfit and it's raining and you don't want to go run, but you have to if you want to get to that fitness level where you're going to get picked and so that that work ethic piece is, is a hard one to teach because you got to kind of live that and know that that work is a transfer of what that next result will be but until you work that hard and you get out of bed every day when you hate it that result's not really going to come and, and so until you get that result at the back end you're never going to stand how important that was the work ethic piece in the front end and so I think that that is a, a learned trait, uh, but work ethic is huge. And, and, th and that means working hard, is, we all work hard at time to time, but it, the working ethic ethically is when you do it, when you don't want to. And so that's, uh, that, that's the third piece. And then the last thing is, is, is uh, positivity, because when you work really hard and you get out of your comfort zone and you do shit that you don't want to do, shit happens. <laughs> yeah. adversity, yeah. adversity happens and it, and it happens all over the place. And I tell this story a lot when I, when I speak to people like you guys, where, you know, I had this big opportunity. I was in non-league banking 40 bucks for over a year, just waiting, waiting for that turn. And finally I get it. Third division Oxford calls up like, Hey, come for a tryout. We love what you're doing to this team, South Hall. So I had like 30 bucks. I had spent it all on gas, borrowed my friend's car. We both go up there, get a tryout put on their awesome jerseys and thinking I'm a pro I go into there and and then literally in the 87th minute I got put on I maybe I don't even think I kicked the ball and that was it 
and all that time, all that work, all that thing. And I'm like, oh, and then I'm talking to my mom. She's like, well, Jay, you tried. Probably, you should probably come home now. You know, you, may, you almost did it. You know what I mean? But in the end, I'm like, no, that's, I got to find a positive in this. The positive is I just got a third division trial. I don't need to look at the result of that. I need to look at the result of the nine divisions I just hopped mm. by, by staying and living in an attic for the last year. If I start looking at the, the, the failure on the day without looking at the parameters of why, then I'm going to give myself a service either. And so I'm looking at that going, how can I stay positive here? The positivity in that situation is, yeah, I didn't make the team. Yeah, I didn't even play. But the fact that I'm, I've hopped six divisions in a year, that's a good sign. That's positive. And so we always encourage our kids to look at every situation and figure out what's awesome about it or what, why you've grown or why it's, why it's better for you. Um, because it's, it's those moments of work that create the adversities and then it's the adversities that, that, that will cause the problems, but it's the positivity that will, that will actually get you through those problems. And so that's kind of the, the way we work from the pillar system. When I got this opportunity to go overseas, to your point, I looked at it. I looked at all the teams. I had 96 professional teams in the size of Chicago, <laughs> you know, where I was, you know, I was in Chicago, Illinois is like, you know, I can get from top to bottom in about 10 hours. I can get to the top bottom of England in about five. And so I'm thinking to myself going, okay, to your point, there's a, there's a bigger, a lot more fish over there. That's a, it's a much more concentrated pond because I know the rest of the world is all trying to hop into that pond too. I get that. But I, again, I still was aware and I still saw you know, my performances playing against college all Americans that were playing in the MLS. I just know I didn't get drafted because I didn't, I didn't go to those schools. I wasn't part of the 48 that got picked that year. You know, this is in 2002. So it's not like it's, 2003 so it's very different to what it is now I think back then I probably would have been given a different opportunity within the states side or North American side where I maybe would have ended up staying but that's not that really wasn't part of my story and and, and so for me it was it was about taking the most of these opportunities uh, again going to a light that was much brighter or a ceiling that was way higher and just and then going in with an open mindset where I was like what happens I, I, I'm never going to know until I go and play and kick the dude that just got released from said club or the guy that was you know you're supposed to play for Manchester United and is now in the third division crushing it you know what I mean if I go crush that dude what what does that tell me and so again I needed to put myself in those situations before I gave up on my dream I, I really did I needed to put myself in a place that I could shine if it mattered. I, I could get caught by a net because the net actually existed. And so for me, that was always it. And so I, again, I still came in with a humble approach where I know I'm not going to go to Chelsea and, and make it right away. I'm going to play in the ninth division and 12th division. And then I'm going to go, okay, now I got a third division tryout. I'm doing things now in the right direction. And that's where patience, patience comes in where it's like, now I'm doing it. Yeah, I didn't get the result I wanted in that next thing. But if you look at from three months ago to where I'm at now, it's a very different story. And so I just looked at that. I looked at the whole kind of dream big, think small mindset where I know that that contract's over there, but I know to get to that contract. First, I got to make a team. Then I got to start for that team. Then I got to contribute for that team. Then I got to do it every week. Then I get to go to another division and then I got to do it again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then mm -hmm. I'll get that contract. And so I didn't think that like, Oh, where's the contract? And then listen to my mom going, well, Jay, where's the contract? You know, I'm sure you guys are getting that too. Like there's pressure because everyone wants us to succeed and everyone, wants, but they just want us to do it, but they don't understand the process that it takes to actually get there. And, um, and the signs that you need to see in order to have the confidence to stay there. You, you know what I mean? And, and I'm sure you guys are going through the same thing. Like you get your first contract in Europe or you're playing for a team. You're like, okay, first step, 
now what? You know what I mean? Like that's, that's dream big thing. You just think small. And so I just tried to maintain focus on that kind of stuff in the, in the, in the gross spurts, the, the, the uncomfortable stuff, the, the getting out of your comfort zone and, and, and going, what am I doing? But in a way, if you had your own ideals and your values of what you're trying to get out of the experience, your intentions and, and, and make sure that your intentions are real, go back to those. Are those still checking boxes? Are those still green check marks? For me, they were. And so I kept moving in the right direction. And it took me a year and a half to get there. But, you know, that's what it took. I, there was pressure on me. I had a design degree to get a job, you know, like, because my mom's one worrying about financial pressure. And like, I went to school for all this time. And why don't you just go get a job? Because I had job offers to be a designer because I had just graduated college and, mm. and, and finished internships and having other jobs that were presenting other like monetary opportunities. You know, like, again, that's what our moms just want us to make our own money. So they don't, they don't have to support us as much. You know what I mean? That's what the mom, all moms want for us. They want us to be happy and they want us to support ourselves. <laughs> and exactly. so again, I was feeling that pressure, but then you come back to your point and I'm talking to my buddies who'd be like, Hey, well, you European soccer player yet? And I'm like, Nope, Nope. I played in a couple games this year. Yeah. I've made, made no money, but I, I I'm telling you, I'm, I'm doing, I'm looking at it in the right way and I, I needed to go back there because at the end of that first season is when I started to get some of these trial games so third division tryouts um two of them I had at another team called Shrewsbury Town which is up near Manchester yeah. and they were looking at contract stuff seeing if they could sign me and see if I could get a visa and all this stuff so again these were the signals I was looking at it wasn't I've made it it was there's whispers and there's things and there's progress and so let's just worry about here let's not worry about my friend who never thought I was going to make it anyway. And all of a sudden he's telling me, I'm like, I already know that. Like, I don't need that. And I just, you know, again, I don't, I didn't need, I didn't, I didn't need him to tell me that. I just, cause you know, again, I was just like, you're not seeing what I'm seeing. I am looking at this and with a, with a humble approach or a lens to go, no, 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 you should have seen this coach. Like he, he just finished coaching for the second division team called Oldham. And he just taken over this other team and they're trying to sign me and again. You're, you're not, your name's not on a paper yet. So no one cares. You know, no one cares. You only, only you should. You know, you know what I mean. And so that's kind of where I put a lot of my focus. Of, yeah, it wasn't to try to prove people wrong. It was just to prove that I was right because I mm -hmm. thought I, I could do it. And I really did. And I and I was looking at the parameters and I was looking at the coaches and getting feedback and playing against players that have literally three years later or earlier were playing in like the first division and for Wales. And they're like, of course, they're like 38 at the time, but at 34, they had had this great career. And they're telling me, just keep going. Like how the way you've progressed in this season is, is it good? Like you just, you know, again, you got to listen to those types of things too. And for me, I was just, I was in that stage of my life. I was trying to listen to it all and, and make the right decisions. And again, going back was the greatest decision I think I made. And um, before we get into our final fast feet round, I just, I watched your Ted talk actually recently and i love this point about risk and preparing for the be the best versus preparing for the worst a lot of us have a plan if we got fired i think you said but what would be your plan if um you got a promotion or say for soccer terms if you got an offer from a team to two divisions higher can you just talk about that relationship between success and best worst preparation yeah well i, I think a lot of times it's just it's where do you put your focus you know, I think we have, we only have so much time and energy and space and people that are around us. And, and I think, um, you know, when I started to figure out, like when you start doing these Ted talks and people really help dissect your stories and like, there's panels that work for Ted that absorb everyone's stories. And they're like, this one, this is what's so interesting about you. And what they said to me was throughout a, a 10 year career, 
four, 12, if you count the last two years at the Whitecaps, you know, there's five moments that were either going to put me into the next stratosphere or keep me down on the ladder. And basically each time I got to one of those pivotal moments of if you win or you score or you play well, you get a contract. If you win, you play well or you score, you make the Premier League. If you win, you play well, you get to make the national team. If you win and you stay healthy, you get to beat Spain. If you win and you sprout and you stay healthy and you do this, then you get to play in a World Cup. Like, again, there's like five or six now that I can I can look at in my life. And I was I was able to be five for five. And, and, and why, though? And that's when we started to get into it. Of like, we just, they felt that when I got to those moments, I was prepared. I was ready. I had, I had gone through all of the things that could have gone wrong. But when I walked out of that tunnel, I believed I could have scored that goal. I believe I can be man of the match in this game. I do, because I did. And, and, that was an, that was, and that was a confidence of many years, many training sessions, many ways that I was validating that confidence. It wasn't overconfidence. It was validated by the things that I've done to show myself that I could do it. And in those moments is when you do it. That's when things go right. And if I'm going in there going, oh, well, look at Ronaldo. He's going to crush me today. What do you think is probably going to happen? He's probably going to crush me. Yep. If I go in going to Man U and I'm going, oh, well, we're in Old Trafford today. Oh, I know this is a tough place to win. You know, think I think we're going to win much? Probably not. And so part of it is the attitude you walk out of the tunnel with. Part of it is the skill set you create to actually walk out of that tunnel and be confident. And then the third part is actually creeping a mindset at a, at a level space where you can actually perform. You know, a lot of times we, we psych ourselves out before this performance even starts, or we think about all this stuff. So by the time we get into the game, I'm super drained because I've been thinking about all these yeah. players getting all worried about something else. When all of that stuff goes away. When, when you can have the right mindset and you and, and you prepared right and you you're ready for that opportunity because you've thought about it you know how many times I sat and, and waited for that set piece to come on off the back of my head you know yeah we work on it in training but you know how many times you sit there and go okay well if he does this I'm going to do this or if Rob Hall's you know again this is what happened and they go like I, I I'm inching to the front post because he would have done his research and known that that was my run nine yeah. times out of time I'm hitting that near post run but I see him cheating because I know that he's doing that so if I have enough confidence in myself to go i'm gonna go around the back this time because i can see him cheating that ball comes in right at the back i wasn't supposed to be there but i was and that's where the ball went and there no then you got this moment and so if i'm not confident enough to be like i'm gonna change my game here this dude's trying to beat me but i'm smarter than him because i can see him cheating i'm gonna go around the back this is when moments like this happen it's when you can think on the fly when you have confidence to do so in your own abilities and you're ready for them because you've thought about it you you know what it's like to, to go out there you you've been in these situations before whether it's in your mind or on the field again both are relevant but now it's just about you know going out and actually performing and having the mental capacity to do it when there's seventy five thousand people there you know if you do that you go in blind it's probably not going to go very well for you but you know I, I tried never to go in blind i tried to go with my with my eyes wide open ready for anything but knowing what could happen if it goes right and going in with that mindset focus on those things don't focus on the dude running at you and thinking that he just won Premier League player of the year last year because he did and he probably will come at you if you're not coming in going he's going to come at me I'm ready for when he does let's go let's go let's go and that's the way I looked at it I was like I'm I did I deserve to be here I'm ready to be here let's go it's this is a challenge of a lifetime but man let's go test that reputation let's not be scared of it don't let that dude beat you before we even kick the ball Let's, let's go kick him and see how he, how he, how he handles it. And let's go kick him and test his reputation to see how he handles it. 
And that was me all day long. I just come in with open eyes, but also like ready to work, ready to get everything I could to make sure that my performances were, were, were making the most of the opportunity that was in front of me. Footwork is sponsored by ourselves and great companies such as Kong Fitness. But we love to partner with new brands to make their own paths, so get in touch if you must. Footwork.club, the official footwork website is now live, so make sure you go join the club and check out all the new content and all the new features. Find us on YouTube at Footwork Podcast. You better like and subscribe while you're there. If not, I don't know what to tell you. Find us on Instagram at Footwork underscore podcast. Great time there. Twitter at Footwork Podcast. TikTok at Footwork Podcast, where we like to post dance videos those are great but more importantly amazing content for any dream chasers out there plug plug pass tell your friends your enemies your mother your brother your sister your pastor it doesn't matter who tell the mailman your dog anybody that can listen like subscribe review because all of that helps while you're there we'll take whatever we can get to join the club join the club he messed me up i mean he can just he can just mash it together so it's fine (laughs) 